Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Julia will be back with us on Thursday and helping us out this New Year's Eve 2019. It's the one and only, the incredibly talented Cat Perkins. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We're very happy to have you in studio. Donnie, I may, I just I figured out another song I want to cover. Well, actually, Laurie and I need to make a list because, you know, yeah. I'm on her record label. So right. She has to oversee... What is the Boat That I Row by Lulu. The oh, 1967. Wow, okay, so that's get this. Obscure. Okay. I just pulled it up, actually, okay. and it says songwriters Neil Diamond. Oh, he wrote a lot he of songs. He wrote the song. Yeah. I didn't know that. He wrote a ton of songs. I was obsessed yeah, with this song when I was I, little. You were? Obsessed. We're going to have to hear, because I loved To Sir With Love, of course. Oh, that song was just, because it was that's in the movie, and yes. Sidney Poitier, and my my auntie was four years older than I oh, was. Oh, my god! So gosh. she was four, four when I was born. Oh. So I always, like, kind of hung, she loved English. Like I was in fourth grade and yeah. you know, she was in eighth grade and she loved English boy beat band. So oh, I, I loved it. you know, you loved whatever yes. so she was like an older sister. I love the sixties. So I just I think I was born Don't in the wrong era. Me, yes, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I got, well I know it's mine. Oh, I could hear you doing this one. Right? Sounds like a Neil Diamond song. I think that Chan Essence should do the Cat Perkins cover show. Oh, yes! that'd be amazing. A whole evening of Cat doing covers. And you could just do all your 60s. Totally. <laughs> just Dusty cover Springfield. The 60s. And oh, that'd be fun. You could do the tremolos for me. Here comes my baby. I would go, go dance oh. and play that little ting, ting, or whenever that happens. All the girl group stuff. We the, could do One Fine Day. We could go all the way into Woodstock. We I could know cover how, the whole decade. I can pony. Yes. Um, I can do the hitchhiker. I can do the swim. I can do the whatever this one is. Oh, God. I think that was the frug. Uh, the frug, thank you, where you bring up your arms and go up and down. Uh, I, I, let me just jump in here. Okay. Cat, here's another yeah. one that you have to do in your Cat Perkins okay. cover show. All right, we're writing it down. This is perfect for you. Dusty Springfield. Yeah. Yes. I love her voice. I do too. Yeah, she's great. It's right up your alley. 
Oh, yes. that's, that's see, it's fun Ready to have a down. singer here because <laughs> then, like, you can. Go, I'm just kind of doing that. My <laughs> hoping that you will say we'll you a little. That's lesson. a good one, though, Donnie. I like that. That's a that really also, good one. Very good. People, I mean, it is really. It's like I thought about the other. Um, this was a couple years ago when I signed the Shackletons to my imaginary oh. record label, and they do a punk cover of "Country Roads," the John oh. Denver song. That just like I was like, that's fun. It was so fun. fun. It was so speedy and so fast, and I don't know. Anyway, I'm all right, all, we're good. We're getting my cover show together. Yeah, we are we're getting approach it together. Chan for it. Yeah, okay. uh, Donnie, play um, the bad. Well, it's no. not the bad man's version. No, I, play, f- I could not find the bad man's play version. Play their cover. They covered this song by Vanity Fair, which oh, I God, never God, knew God. who sang this song. Uh, I got so many things called, going on on my screen. It's called Hitchin' a Ride. Hitchin a ride yeah, do you I'll know get, this song? Hitchin' a Ride. I think I do. Yeah, okay, okay. let me go. I get it. Because you might want to cover this one too. We'll see if you like it. If it fits. Okay, here we go. Uh, all right. See the cowbell again, or whatever that is. The triangle. The triangle, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally know yeah. this one. <laughs> the sun goes up. The sun goes up. The car goes by. It's nearly one day in the near and mile. It's in a ride. Oh, I love this song. <laughs> Isn't that good? That makes you want to go on a road trip. Yeah, so the bad men, when they do it, they just like, they just punk the hell up and sing it hard, fast, loud. Who else am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Joni Mitchell. There's another, who's the woman in the 60s that had the short hair and did like the song about... Oh, the... You keep giving Donnie yeah, clues. I know, I know. You're so good at this. Leslie Gore? I'm trying. The, her, too, but... Yeah, I can hear you doing It's My Party. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, I need more information. I know, I can't... Women in the 60s people, with short hair. Yeah, that yes. was a lot of... Short hair. <laughs> the Lulu had short hair. She had a really weird song that I used to cover in, in a show called Beehive. Oh, okay, wow. I'm, I'm going to dig it up. It's, okay, it'll kill me. Yeah. I'll dig yeah. it up. All, All right, right, you dig Fair that enough. up. Um... By the way, uh, do you ever do you ever clap back at anybody who leaves you any mean messages? Oh, or do you, every now and then. Every now and again, you do. A cl- if I have the right, you know, like ammo at the right time, I yeah. just do it. <laughs> okay, well, some of the, uh, let's see, I think it was Pop Sugar put together some of the clapbacks of the year. Of course, oh, good. Chrissy Teigen, she's oh, like she's absolutely the best, the best uh, hands down. Uh, actually, actually, Catherine McPhee has gotten pretty good at clapping back oh, because of, uh, you know, she married, she's David Foster's like fifth wife right. and she's like 40 years younger yes. than he is. And, uh, but I, she, somebody joked about how long her marriage to David Foster would last and she tweeted back. I'm assuming it, it also lasted longer than any relationship you ever had with a hairdresser. That's pretty good. Wow, that is pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. And Kate Beckinsale also is pretty good at clapping back on trolls. Cardi B is really good at it. I hate um, the trolls. So, I know somebody uh, said disappointed in your dating choices when she oh. had her little one month fling with Pete Davidson, Ooh. and she just wrote back fairly let down by your wonky beard, but pot, thought possibly rude to say. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yeah. All do right. you think it's worth it? Would you do you clap back ever? Do you? You know, we don't really get that much. Yeah. Uh, I know hate. people have really stopped on, on me now, just because they know, like, I don't put it out there. I don't. Yeah, yeah. So we really rarely get it, yeah. and I'm kind of like just old school. You just never like, complain, never explain. Exactly. And if, I love that. You can just ignore somebody, mute them, or block them. Yeah, or just block them. That's what I do on. Yeah, any of those platforms. I, I, de- mean, I had to block my mean sister. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she was on Twitter for like a week, and I, you know, we don't have like that many, but maybe you know, fourteen thousand people, and she had like twenty-seven people, and sure. she's using my Twitter to spew oh. just some BS stuff that I do not agree with, or support, or believe in, and I just was like, I gotta block my sister. Well, it happens. Because there she is with her little 27 followers getting amplified. (laughs) And I just said, no, no. So then she complained about me on Facebook out loud on her Facebook page. It was hilarious. So that's the most I get into with anybody. I talk to a lot of kids about social media and so many kids ask me what they can do to, you know, like ignore it. And I always give them that advice to block. Some kids will come up to me and be like, yeah, I don't even like what my dad says. And I'll be like, block them. Then yeah, block them. Block them. Yeah, I know. It's the best way to do it. And it's just instant. Done. You don't have to think about it. Done. Done. Block. Yeah, I know. I That's it. so true. Okay, listen, we come back. Uh, we're going to switch it up from random thoughts, but we are going to have random thoughts about some of the rudest days of the year to get married on. In case you're getting married in 2020, we'll just give you a heads up and hope you haven't picked this date. Twins legend, Hall of Famer Jack Morris. A home away from home, Crescent Cove is a place where compassion and joy live. Crescent Cove recently opened as Minnesota's first and only children's respite and hospice home a welcoming environment designed especially for kids with a shortened life expectancy. Every dollar given to Crescent Cove supports these families needing a break from daily caregiving or as a place for sacred end-of-life care. With your support, Crescent Cove makes moments count for our kids and families. You've done well. You've enjoyed the view from the top. So here's your chance to reach out and help someone else make the climb. Make a lasting mark by sharing your wisdom, your skills, your knowledge to help make a real change in the Twin Cities community. SVP Social Venture Partners is an organization connecting successful executives and leaders in their field with promising nonprofits to help them get off the ground and thrive. For people like us who are corporate, it's like, hey, I get to plug into something that's just a whole different dimension. I think a lot of times people just need to be aware. They get busy and you're busy with your work or whatever else you're doing. I mean, you go, you know what, that's just the avenue I'm looking for. Especially people have had some financial success. They want to give back, but they just haven't come across the right thing. It's easy to write a check, but it's another thing to create a legacy to be proud of. They need you. You may find that it's just what you needed, too. So it's really energizing for me and very rewarding. Make it happen. Visit SVP at socialventurepartners.org. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's well, all it is. In honor of Julia, I thought I would do at least uh, one story that she might possibly do had she been here okay, today. Okay, and that good. would be, she would look up for something, you know, innocuous in an effort to try and get me to roll my eyebrows. So eyeballs, <laughs> so I'll try and get my own eyeballs to roll. Okay. 
So the origins of the Times Square ball drop. Is oh. anyone dying to know that? I well, now have I have often wondered. Have you? <laughs> yes, I have. You have, but you never Googled it. I have never Not, Googled so it. So you haven't wondered enough to Google it. I never it. even I really thought about know. it. Okay, well, here's what it was. The year is December. The year is 1904. The date is December 31st. Okay. Hundreds of thousands of revelers gathered in Midtown Manhattan by the New York Times building, which had just been finished construction. And as the clock struck midnight, there was an explosion of dynamite and the tower looked like it was on fire. But the flames were controlled and it was intentional. It was the idea of the New York Times publisher, Adolph S. Oaks, who wanted to show off his brand new fancy building. And they wanted to get this great picture of the building okay. backlit okay. Uh, with, you know, this fire on the curtain of midnight, if you will. So a- anyway, by 1905, the city blocks around the new building, Times Square, which is named after the New York Times building, yeah, okay. that, yeah. had already become a New Year's Eve destination. A description from 1905 could have been written in any year since. As early as 9 o'clock, the square was packed, and when the time approached when another year would be inscribed, the crush was so great that you couldn't move in any direction. Oh, Lord. Which mm-hmm. is still, still the, the case. That's right. You know, people wear depends. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I would always have wondered, where do they go to the bathroom? They go to the bathroom in their pants. Oh, the people word. who are committed, because once you leave, you can't get back you can't. in. And, and there's no porta potties There's no, no porta potties no. so people are wearing Depends. So the VIP invitation to go and see Times Square, it would be the only way yep. a, a New Yorker would ever go. It's it's all tourists. It is. It's all tourists. Tourist and and the I smart can say ones that having lived there for many years. Never would like, you go. Why in the Why world would, would you I go? go there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So anyway, the police uh, closed like it's closed. They start right away like mid morning. And like over a billion people watch on TV, and um, anyway, blah blah blah. What else do I know? <laughs> so they did. So they did the first ball. Yeah, oh. on December thirty first, nineteen oh four, the New York Times ran a small front page ad inviting people to the corner of Forty Third wow. and Broad Street. Mm-hmm. To celebrate the removal of the New York Times to its new building. And um, so every known device for making noise was given to anybody who showed up. There were horns and blah, blah, blah. And then um, by 1907, the New York Times replaced the fireworks with a 700-pound electrified ball and now it was all add yeah. random it oh. wait now it weighs eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy five pounds out of like wedgewood oh. waterford crystal. waterford crystal, waterford crystal. Yeah. unbelievable yeah <laughs> so it, it kind of is all right so la- a year ago today Casey's daughter. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Was getting married. Oh my goodness. I remember this. Because I thought to myself, what a cool day to get married. Yes. And well, A lot of a lot of people think it is one of the worst holidays to get married on. Sure. I know before um, the girl got married a year ago today, I had only ever been to one New Year's oh, Eve man. wedding, and it was in L.A. It was at a theater, much like the Varsity, where sure. uh, the girl got married. And there was a mariachi band that oh, opened. My it was crazy. It was my f- buddy John who was in PR, and it was an absolute blast. But you know, I had never been invited to a New Year's Eve wedding right. since. I have, so I've never, I never. Have yeah, been. well, it is. It is considered by many, many people the worst day of the year to get married mm-hmm. because, to me. Why not go to a wedding? We didn't have anyone turn down their invitation. Uh, You got a built-in party. I guess, yeah. It's there. It's there. Uh, The food is free. And it's a perfect excuse not to go to some other dumb party. Agreed. Agreed. So anyway, she did have a really great turnout. I just kind of think it depends on... The age and, you know, she didn't want to have bridesmaids. It was really kind of ended up being just a blast and not one person, unless they were like physically out of town, said no to this wedding. Did she do like a long sleeve dress then? Did she do like a winter look for her dress? No, she did a glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. Like 19 kind of 20s mermaid gown. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. So I don't really... I say I go it. for it. I, I say, say go, go for it. I would um, totally do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Memorial Day, that's borderline um, mm. because you're messing with People's somebody's yeah. memorial. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July and Labor Day, these yeah. are the... Yeah, Labor that. Day is sacred. It's the last long weekend of the summer. Yeah. Making someone give it up to go to your wedding is pretty inconsiderate. Very true. And super rude is the 4th of July weekend. It's the best party weekend of the year. It's hot. It's beautiful. Yeah. There's fireworks. You don't have to dress up. Making 4th of July about... You is about as rude as it gets. Yeah, that's very true. Don't get married on the 4th of July. Have you ever known someone who got married on Valentine's Day? I, 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 I don't know if I've ever gotten to a wedding. Is that a bad idea? I haven't either. Um... No, I, I don't fun. think so. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I think, you know, you better have a really, really, really good reason for getting married on the weekend that bookends Christmas. Yes. Because right. people mm-hmm. have to pay a lot of money to fly at that time of the year. And That's it's very hassle. true. It's yeah. always it's, overpriced around this time. It always hotels. is. It's ditto Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. 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 Go ahead. And if you need your long... Weekend weddings. There's Martin Luther King that weekend. There's uh, President's Day weekend. There's many other ones, but anyway, so that right. is it. There I you like go. it. Um, let's see. Now that we, uh, 
Well, we're getting ready for the Golden Globes, Cat. We really I know. Are. I'm, I'm excited. excited. Even though it it's is one of my favorites. Way it's so early. It's so early. It's a week early, at least for the Globes. It's yeah. usually the second weekend, but I see. It's giving us something to look forward to. And I had Donnie post this was from People Magazine. The Golden Globes, because it is the loosey-goosey, drunken, younger sibling of the Academy Awards, okay? (laughs) People have fun. No one is tired of the grind. It's at the beautiful Beverly Hilton Hotel. It's the first one that happens. Yes, and so he posted what People Magazine picked as their wildest, most memorable Golden Globe Award moments. Uh, For example, Emma Thompson... Uh, came up carrying her Christian Louboutins in 2014. I remember that. Her feet hurt. Uh, Lady Gaga in 2016. um, uh, It was Lady Gaga kind of having an encounter, making her way to the stage with Leonardo DiCaprio. And Leonardo kind of gave the eyebrow, like, gee, what's her crap? Well, she, she gave him a little shove. Side eye. Did, oh, she, she did. She didn't yeah. know who he was oh, from the didn't? back. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he went from enthusiastic to offending <laughs> in five seconds, and the internet <laughs> caught it. Mel Gibson asked, um, no, Ricky Gervais, this was in 2016, when he took advantage of Mel Gibson, was following him on stage. He said, what the bleep does sugar bleep even mean? <laughs> Referencing the nickname Mel Gibson gave to the female cop yeah. that arrested oh. him for a DUI. And then Mel right. Gibson had to come out. Here's Tina Fey. No, we ran out of time. Oh, we ran out of time? We'll come back to okay, let's come time. back. Uh, this was in 2015 when Tina Fey was on maybe her second year co-hosting with, with Amy, Amy Poehler. Yeah. And she was introducing George Clooney. And remember... George Clooney had just gotten married to Amal, so we'll play a little of that audio when we come back. We'll be right back. Okay, time for us to take a look at the traffic. 494 westbound. We got a little bit of a delay there, a minor delay. There is a crash, and that's uh, Nicollet Avenue and Lindale Avenue in Richfield. Not serious, but still something to be aware of. 35E southbound, a minor delay due to a crash, and that is 162nd Street and Kenwood Trail. Uh, that is near Lakeville, still causing a little bit of a problem. And the 694 eastbound, we do have a crash there between Victoria and Rice Street, and that would be near Shoreview. All right, here is your forecast for your New Year's Eve. Partly cloudy, 12 for the overnight low. New Year's Day, chance of flurries at a high of 32. And then Thursday should be cloudy, but we're up to uh, 36 for a high. Right now it is uh, clear, and it is 22 at my talk. Go ahead, Swift 1-2. Sergeant Dale Beatty was wounded by a roadside bomb. Swift 1-2 in route with urgent ASAC to Mercy. ETA approximately 35 minutes. How got it? now begins the most important journey of his life. Roger, Swift 1-2. From the battlefield to home. Home to some very good medicine. His family's love. They'll be staying together at one of the many Fisher Houses to help Dale get better and return to his life. Fisher House Foundation provides comfortable housing and other services to the families of wounded warriors and veterans while they receive care at military and VA hospitals. Fisher House is among the highest rated charities with 95% of donations going to help our military families in their time of greatest need. 
Remember those who serve and sacrifice. Consider a tax-deductible gift to Fisher House. Fisher House, because a family's love is good medicine. Go to fisherhouse.org for more information. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the three o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. This is the Lori and Julia show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm singing along in here. That's okay. It's perfect for you. It's a very controversial song. It was at the time, very. Why? About it's about an interracial, interracial dating. Okay. In the 60s. Never knew that. Society's child. Love this song. Comes to the door and she says, we don't hang around with your kind. Yeah, yeah so, Donnie, yeah. you know how I do not pay to know the lyrics, but I, I love know, right? that song. Isn't that good? It is a good Janice song. Janice Ian. Yes, so it was a controversy, child. and you did that in Beehive? Yeah, I ended up doing that in Beehive, and I just looked up other productions of Beehive, and not everyone puts that in that there, in but there. we did it in the one in Minneapolis, which really it was choice. so fun yeah. to sing. Yeah. So fun, and it tells a whole story about this you know, young girl who really wanted to date this guy, and yeah, and the society wouldn't let her. Let her because no. of the skin yes. color. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that Thank is you for that, Donnie. Thank you. Put it on the list. Okay. Put it on the list. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about the Golden Globes, and this is really a great... Donnie posted it on our show page today. So um, the best Golden Globes joke, uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler... I think it was year two of their three-year hosting stint. Ricky Gervais <laughs> is back this Sunday. But let's play it, Donnie. George Clooney married Amal Alamuddin this year. Amal is a human rights lawyer who worked on the Enron case, was an advisor to Kofi Annan regarding Syria, and was selected for a three-person UN commission investigating rules of war violations in the Gaza Strip. So tonight, her husband is getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Brought the house down with that. That one. was <laughs> so good, and no one laughed harder than George because, like, that has been one thing. Like, my, do you have you noticed he really doesn't act anymore? I mean, yeah, no, he did no. that catch terrible 22. Catch Twenty Two. He's just which he got low. nominated for because the Golden Globes want Clooney and Amal, and so do I, as a matter of fact, <laughs> to be at their award show. But of course, he's not really acting. No, much. he just lays low. Do they even don't don't they live abroad for a lot? Well, of they the live in. England and yeah. Italy yes, and New everywhere. York. Yeah. everywhere. Now, um, another one that made uh, People Magazine's um, wild moments is that Bette Midler <laughs> is the original not safe for work presenter in 1980. She was referencing Joan Crawford's acceptance speech, which may have been the first time a Globe's breast joke was made on air, and she grabbed her own boob. 
Um, <laughs> and she got credit for that. And then she mimed a sexual act on the statue. Oh, yes. So you can see that video. That's yeah, you can watch yeah. that. Now, I remember this very, very well. This was in 2006. And we were heartbroken when he took Joan Rivers <gasps> And Melissa Rivers off the red carpet, yes. and then they went over to TV Guide, and yes. you know, but I loved them on the I red loved carpet. Them. They were so great, and this was a year. This might have been the first year. Um, and Ryan Seacrest, of course, uh, he was still doing the Golden Globes, and um, Juliana. No, it was Debbie uh, Matinopoulos. Uh, yes, and Isaac Mizrahi was down the carpet away because he is set up yes. twice. And he grabbed a hold of her breasts yep. and went like this. Scarlett Johansson like squeezed the under to see what kind yeah. of a bra, what kind of support she was wearing. <laughs> and people, now this is before you know there's Twitter or anything like this, but people were we were. I remember Julian. We were like, what did what? we just watch? They got rid of Joan Rivers. Yeah. For that. For that. And then he touches her boob. Yeah. yeah. It was very awkward. It was yeah. very awkward. She laughed about it. And then, uh, so that's on there. And then. Um, did he only last one year? Like, did, Or did he? One red, one carpet. red carpet. He was, that was it. so bad. Yes. He's okay, like on a maybe a recap show, but he, yeah. he's not good on TV. No, I don't remember him being great. He was all. always, all he wanted to do was ask women about what kind of support. Weird. Uh, that they were wearing. Yeah, there's like a whole montage you can see where everyone's he's asking everyone about their boobs. It was just terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. And then oh, uh, let's see. I wish we could play Elizabeth Taylor drunk. You know, it's it's you have to see it, Lori. It, it works better yeah, when you watch it. She's very silent. She's just it, having think, right? a very difficult time. She doesn't know where. <laughs> she almost read the winner before she read the nominee. Oh, she's presenting. <laughs> she's presenting in 2001. Right. She was very confused, and she had the envelope, and she opens the envelope with the winner on it. And she doesn't know, and Dick Clark comes out and whispers in her ear, <laughs> we don't need to want to know the winner before the nominees. Oh. And she went, oh, oh. And then she, she totally helped her. Read right. it off the teleprompter. You know what? She, Elizabeth got into the champagne <laughs> before. A little bit. Maybe. She got up on stage. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't she, she liked her cups, didn't she? Yes. Like to get into the cups. Yes, yeah. yes. And then uh, Angelina Jolie, they've got a clip of her. She had told Access Hollywood uh, on the red carpet when she was nominated for Girl Interrupted in 1999. She said, if I win tonight, I'll jump into the pool. Because the Beverly Hilton has that oh. beautiful cabana yes. pool area. And she did it. And she yeah. dragged in That's a producer right. with her, jumped in and looked fabulous in her wet gown. Of course she did. And everybody that Jealous. was, you know, hated her a little bit for looking <laughs> so good in her dripping gown in her 23 year old body <laughs> you know anyway let's see jack nicholson he uh uh he admitted to being high on valium during his about schmidt acceptance speech when he won in um 2003 that was a good movie oh yeah with kathy bates yes oh my yeah. god i Very loved movie. that movie yeah I, I actually saw that one yeah and there's then, another guy who doesn't act anymore yeah. Right? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Out. He doesn't. And then uh, Sharon Stone wouldn't let Richard Gere accept in peace in 2003. Um, he, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. 
I don't remember that one. I don't all. either. And then Chrissy Teigen's face in 2015 <laughs> became a meme where she just does that. Ooh, it's the best face. It's the best face because I don't even. No one knew what that face. I don't even know who she was reacting but to. I don't either. Yeah. But it definitely it doesn't looks like matter. Really. It really yeah. doesn't. I'm having that face right now, learning that <laughs> Matthew Perry has been secretly dating a talent manager for months. Mm. Um, he's not single. And I'm oh. wondering, it's making me think of that The Morning Show. Could, this is, I guess, a bit of a spoiler. I'll just say there's this young woman yes. who might be about 28. Who's she was a, a, a junior booker. Junior booker, and yeah. she's dating Yano, the weather guy, on this morning show. Okay. And he's about 50, and she's about 28, and she loves that they just hole up in his apartment. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Apartment that they have a secret romance because secretly she's embarrassed to be seen with, with him. With a 50-year-old. Yes. <laughs> and this is what Matthew Perry... Uh, um, because it says right here, they spend most of their time at his swanky L.A. penthouse. All right. Okay. And she's been seeing him for months. And his apartment is worth $35 million, so it makes oh. me believe there's a. it's on the top floor. It's got a pool. It's got a hot tub. I wouldn't probably leave either. It's got a steam shower. <laughs> there's a chef that comes in. I mean, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, I mean, you yeah. know. So he's 50 and she's 28. She's 28. Yeah, I'm just saying that I'm wondering if that's like why, you know, sometimes it works that way. Because you're like, that was a very real moment, I thought, on that show when she's telling him, you know, I really do adore you and I think I love you. But the idea of being seen out in public with you embarrasses me. He dated Lizzie Kaplan before this. Did you know that? Matthew Perry did? Yes. I didn't know that. Masters of Sex. Yes, and then she was in the uh, that Hulu uh, Castle Rock series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Castle Rock. Well, what happened with those two? I don't know. Maybe she got tired of the fact he doesn't clip his fingernails. Well, maybe. You know? <laughs> I did run into him at a gas station one time. You did? Was he yeah. nice? He was super, super Love duper Chandler. nice. And he, he let us take a picture. And Yeah, he was really, really sweet. And, right on sunset. And he's got to, like, I mean, how do I say this? <laughs> how do I say this? Uh-oh. I mean, the situation with his chin. Oh, yeah. Wait, okay. Could be, be fixed. Specific? Yeah. It could um, be fixed. It could be Kybella. Mm-hmm. It could be, he could Just, get a chin. Oh, <laughs> he, so you're saying he has no chin. He has chin. no chin. It like runs into, into his, a waddle, a big waddle. It's an aging, hereditary uh-huh. thing. Like What's the profile his, is just like this weird V. Yeah, and he didn't have a strong chin as Chandler no, Bing, no, but he yet because you know you're in your twenties and thirties. I mean, you're just you're just you can't help but be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just wonder with Lizzie if the reclusive lifestyle of just living on top of the penthouse, she needed more. She needed more. But the twenty-eight-year-old is in. loving it. She's, oh, lo- yes, uh, she's loving, loving it. it. 
Now, you know what is, I, don't ask me why I wanted to see what are the British people watching on Netflix? Is it matching what the Americans oh, are I watching? Love that. Guess what? We're both watching the number one thing streamed on Netflix, and what? it just came out oh, December we, 7th. We mentioned it yesterday. The man. Witcher. Number one in the U.S., number one in the U.K., no Henry way. Cavill. It's so good. We're matched up for once? We're matched <laughs> up. They also watch Stranger Things. Whoa. That's in the top yeah. uh, ten. Yeah. Sex Education, which is a great, 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 great show. British, show. Com- British yeah. show coming back. They also, number six, You. The first Ooh. season of You, and then the second season just came out December 26th. Unbelievable, which was unbelievable oh, with Merrick incredible. Weaver and Tony Collette about oh, the my true God, story I about love the Tony Collette. That God. that show is unbelievable, so good. And they also watched the 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 Brits watched in on Netflix Dirty John. Ooh. No way! Yeah, uh, from Lifetime, Connie Whoa. Britton, and that was a yeah. great show. Oh, so good, so good. I listened to the podcast as well. I went double duty so I could get way into it. Oh, and that is coming back for another season, really, with another yeah. story okay. oh. of a guy who conned oh. Oh. women. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. I, I'm obsessed with those stories, and they're awful. But I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not I'm not a good thing to be obsessed with. But anyway, I so those, show. those are all we all would. Pretty much recommend yeah. any of those. Do shows. I need to watch Don't The you? Witcher? It's yeah, good. Five episodes I... in. It's yeah, it's good. It's, fun. It's, right. it's just kind of a fun. It's filling yeah. a little Game of Thrones thing, but there's it's you know it's a hero story. Sure. Two, it, it really took to the fourth episode to really come together. I would agree with that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need a new I need a new series. So this looks good. I'm looking at. All I this thought stuff on the, right the now. Witcher, the amazing. I'm not really giving anything. Okay. At the beginning, it's the the young woman who's got the bad spine and her jaw is misformed. You know what I'm talking about? And, we, and how she turns ever, out later. Oh my word! It's like whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, and there's tons of gratuitous nudity. Oh, yeah. in The Witcher, and <clears throat> even Casey, who was like, I thought for sure was going to leave me on the Netflix ledge. Like he has so many other <laughs> other other shows. It's true. He, I said to him, I said, there's going to be a lot of gratuitous nudity. And I swear that's been the number one reason he's stuck with it. But now he, he's like, okay, this is kind of fun. It's just eight episodes, Mm -hmm. but Henry Cavill has never been more perfectly cast. Ah, ah. My God! All right, I yes, think yes. I think Geralt. I need to get into yeah, it. Yeah, and then you. I'm really hoping to I love binge you. that. I love that. I just watched the first. Yeah, I guess I got to get into the second season now. Just oh. started last week, huh? And he's super hot. Whatever that guy. And Bachelor, yeah, from Gossip Girl. All right, yes. listen. When we come back, we're going to do a little Hollywood speak. Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated one million Americans, including many underage. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was .5 credits away from completing high school and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. 
my family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. But I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Meet Josh. Hi, everybody. Josh is a high school basketball player, solid shooter, great teammate. Hey, don't forget my tenacious D. And he's my son. Uh-huh. So, what does Josh do to be the best basketball player he can be? I play tennis. Studies show that student athletes here in Minnesota who play more than one high school sport are more likely to excel. Tennis does more than improve Josh's conditioning. It gives him a fresh competitive outlet, reduces the risk of injury by cross-training, and introduces him to different coaching techniques and new friends. Don't get me wrong, hoops are my first love. Tennis just gives me a little break. So when the new season begins, Josh isn't burned out on basketball. He's eager to play. And you can see the difference in his game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old the for media flu. is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's begin! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Well, it was only uh, January 2019 that. Uh, the Fiji Water Girl was our first big viral moment oh of 2019. God, no way. That's right. But guess what? The Fiji Water will not be served at this year's Golden Globes. Yeah, that's a shame. The honor now goes to Icelandic Glacial. But the oh. reason, we're told, has nothing to do with the Fiji Water controversy <laughs> and its eventual fallout with its model, Remember the girl oh, in yes. every, she photobombed every everybody. Shot. Yeah, yeah. Sources connected to the Golden Globe said that the Hollywood Foreign Press just had a two-year deal with Fiji. But it ended last year and they went with Iceland because it's environmentally more conscious and will donate water to a cause picked out by the Hollywood Foreign Press. Well, oh. Fiji would have done that too. Well, of course. It, they said it has nothing to do with what went down with Fiji Water Girl. It's going to be an Icelandic girl in there? Uh, no, yeah. I don't okay. think. I think they're going to make sure that somebody doesn't get that chance. Although maybe Icelandic <laughs> will try and spark something viral. But remember, I mean, why not? Jamie Lee Curtis was furious about it, and then <laughs> the the girl, the Fiji, the Fiji Water Girl, sued. Fiji. Really? Fiji sued her back. Yep. The lawsuit's still going on. Oh, I didn't know that. And I oh, think oh. Fiji lost the water contract because oh. of this 100%. What? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. For sure. Definitely Hollywood speak yeah. on that. Yeah. That didn't just, I didn't know all of that. Their water contract wasn't for <laughs> two years. It was a standing thing. Even at the SAG Awards. And the reason why Fiji is always on these red carpets is they make a bottle of water with a straw in it. So no one has oh, to wreck their, their lips. lipstick. Exactly. That is the deal. So, okay. Uh, again, Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams, <laughs> clarifies she is not the one who's engaged while congratulating <laughs> Michelle Williams of Fosse Verdon of the same name on her pregnancy, her engagement, <laughs> and her, uh, you know... She needs a middle initial. Sketchy yeah. timeline. Oh, she's always having to get involved in Michelle Williams' things. She said, congrats are certainly in order, but for Dawson Creek, Fosse Verdon, Brokeback Mountain, Greatest Showman, Manchester by the Sea, Michelle, she added. She really does good publicity for Michelle I Williams. I guess so. Okay, bye. But a couple times she's gotten mad at getting Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. She's gotten mad that she's been... You know, that's so funny. I'm a huge Destiny's Child fan, and I didn't really even think about that name being yeah. the same. I know. Because I think of them completely differently. And Michelle Williams is pregnant and engaged to her Fosse Verdon director, and her timeline with her husband and his timeline with his wife is Ugh. sketchy as hell. Oof. And will Busy Sketch. Phillips be her date on Sunday yes. at the Golden Globes? I yeah. say yes. Yeah, she will. I'll put my life on it. She's not going to walk down the red carpet with this guy, I don't no think. No way. And there's no Too way. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why they just let us know yesterday. Okay, <laughs> boy, this guy's... This guy... Okay, Julianne Huff. Recently of America's Got Talent. Yes. Her contract wasn't renewed. Right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, remember, uh, she did in August. Donnie may or may not remember this, but she's the cover girl of Women's Health. And in it, um, she described herself as not straight. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, which is a interesting way of saying that you have fantasies about women. Sure. And maybe you've acted on them. I don't know. But now her husband, he's had to do some self-discovery. And he has uh, let us know via his Instagram that he wants to, quote-unquote, learn more about intimacy and his, quote-unquote, sexuality in 2020. Oh. Jeez, oh. what a couple. Okay. Uh, I know. I really am <laughs> waiting for the day these two break up. <laughs> he also said he wants to play piano again, travel to Croatia. And... Okay. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. I want to learn more about intimacy and my sexuality. Yeah. I mean, what guy well, writes that Apparently down? you have to because you're, uh, you're a woman. Is, he, yeah. yeah. Isn't he? I don't know. more educated. I don't know. <laughs> I just... I, I That made me just go, oh, Brooks, oh, Julianne, <sighs> why are you two... It's odd to me. Eye roll. It's odd. It's yeah. eye roll. Eye roll, isn't it? Yeah. Um... Uh, people have been wondering about where the hell did Nancy O'Dell go? She's been gone from Entertainment Tonight, and she abruptly resigned. She didn't even get a going oh, away package. Yeah. In August, she left ET after nine years, and before that, she'd been like five or six years with Access Hollywood. Yeah. She 
was there maybe even longer with Access Hollywood forever, ever since I watched it. And in a statement, Odell said, not long ago, a dear friend told me to make a life list, writing down on one side career milestones and on the other side what I still want to accomplish. As I take on that list, it means leaving this position, but it does not mean I'm leaving the genre. And the friend she was quoting was her publicist who passed away like three weeks after she left. Oh, and he was, you know, she got divorced from her meet cute husband that she met like in the Minneapolis airport. Oh yeah. And they had a daughter together. And every time we would see her in January, she would be like, Oh, everything is great. Everything is great. And then a couple years ago, everything is not great. And she's getting divorced. Anyway, she said, uh, um, I'll be back and it won't be long. I'm going to enjoy some time off with the most wonderful gal in my life, my daughter, because they grow up way too fast. So huh. she left entertainment tonight. Maybe she's going to be hosting some other show. Oh. Maybe she's waiting to see uh, what happens. But I miss her on entertainment tonight, I got to say. Yeah. I love her hair. She's perfect, perfect hair. Perfect hair. She really <laughs> does. But she left on her own terms. It wasn't because yeah, they didn't no. have a contract up for her i think her publicist getting cancer and dying and the breakup and i think her daughter might be like uh 11 or something like that she just had this whole life thing yeah and and her her financial guy probably said to her go for it you can work for (sighs) right you know you don't need to work amount of years maybe forever yeah so that's nice uh barack obama released his annual favorite books and favorite movies and favorite songs and all of those things we'll see an uptick if not a huge uptick in, in sales. Yeah. Oh, God. I just, he's yeah. such a nerd. I just kind of love <laughs> that. I want to meet him really badly. <laughs> I, I, when I looked at his book list, too, you know, he's... What's, what's wrong with his book list? It's just super nerdy, nerdy and I have seen well, it with affection. Um, I just, <laughs> it's such a wide range of fiction. It's such a wide range of movies. It's just super nerdy. Okay. I like it. I, uh, I miss uh, that. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's a pleasure when somebody could read a full sentence and do all of that and all of that and more. But for his books, it's a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. And um, he loved Little Women. He enjoyed The for- Farewell, which I did see on the plane coming home from yeah, Seattle. That's, That's nice. a very sweet movie. Yeah, Love Ford nice. Vis- Versus Ferrari, oh, which yeah. is a peak dad it's movie. So funny. That's a peak dad movie. Mm-hmm. And he's a peak dad and he loved Fleabag season two, so he likes the hot priest. <laughs> he likes the Irishman. No, and he liked the Irishman. No superhero movies. No, no, and I don't think so. anyway, it was Little just, women, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean his books and some of them are like, you know, they're not they weren't exactly current, like the Orphan Master oh. Son. That book is a couple years old. The Yellow House. The you Yellow that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a mishmash. I just kind of like it. And then he, I like that he gave two sports fan books, The Sixth Man and A Different Way to uh, Win, Dan Rooney's story from the Super Bowl to the Rooney the Steelers. Rule, yeah. The yeah. Steelers. Oh, the Rooney rule, yeah. That's Rooney his, rule. You have to interview minority candidates for any yeah. coaching position. Anyway. He loved Rooney. Juice by Lizzo. Yes, he did. Lizzo. There we go. All right, Kitty Cats will be back with Kitty Cat, Cat Perkins. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.